Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey! I can't choose why I'm hey, hey! It's Tuesday, folks. I'm here. I'm hard. You're queer. Let's get a beer and cheer. Welcome, everybody, to another wild, fun, wacky, super duper gay, bloody asshole episode of Tuesdays with Stories. I mean, what are we talking about? We're in our eighth year, I think. This is wild. Yes, it's crap. I'm sitting on a towel. I'm wet. I'm 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 menstruating, uh, and it's. 50 degrees outside. I'm walking around in, 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 a, in a burka. It's great. I know. I'm flying to Texas tomorrow, and it's supposed to be 55 and sunny here. Don't you hate? It doesn't matter because it's sunny there anyways, but you want to leave on a crummy, rainy, shitty, cloudy, terrorist day. Yes. And, you know, it's, like, it's, it's 68 and sunny, and I'm flying to Texas, which, you know, was frozen for a second there. Right, right. Yeah, they, they were. Their grid was all rods and cones were all out of whack. But I think it's all melted. I think the 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 horses are out and the pistoles and the boots. So they're they're back in action. But are you gonna do stuff while you're there? I know you're gonna be eating out the grandma and all that. So are you gonna get to like <laughs> ride the range and and shoot a bandit? I don't know what we're doing. I mean, I think we're going to go see my mother-in-law, which will be nice. And she's getting her COVID, whatever you call it, the vaccine the day ah, I the get vax. there, which is nice. So hopefully that kicks in or whatever. Yes, and, um I think we you know, we usually go down there. You know, we, we ride bikes. I have a $450 bike that lives in Houston because I think I might have told this story. I can't remember. But, you know, we wanted to ride bikes. They had a bike at the house. And so I said, I got to get a bike. But the nearest place was like Superbikes or one of these bike stores. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was like, it's a bike store. It's not at Walmart. It's right. fucking Glenn's Bikes, and they sell the seed <laughs> and the cushy pants and the bikes. Right. So I walked in, and I said, give me the cheapest bike you have. And he's like, cheapest? We don't, he's one of these assholes. He's like, he's insulted, because he's like, a bike is not something that you buy, and the thing or whatever and i'm like just whatever it is i skip all your horse shit i don't give yes. a fuck about bikes i'm not you know lance cockstrong i just right. w- give me a cheap bike and he said the cheapest one we got is 440 bucks it's a lightweight titanium silverback whatever the fuck <laughs> and i said lay it on me so i bought it because i didn't feel like going on a expedition i just wanted a bike yeah yeah i hear you that stick couldn't you go to target and get a huffy or a schwinn or one of those uh you know what do you call the double bikes with the the fat girlfriend on the back what's that called the parallel uh, bars what do you call that when you got the tandem tandem yeah the yes. tandem sucks tandem sucks i don't want a tandem because I, I never trust she's back there doing anything Exactly, exactly. It's like the guy who moves the couch. He's like, I got it. You're like, you're not lifting it. I'm doing everything. Exactly. Anytime my wife is behind me, I don't trust her because we did a pegging thing and she didn't <laughs> bite me the way I wanted her to. But uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I didn't want to go. And we talk about this a lot. I, I just, I'm not rich, obviously, but 
Money is, I'll make more money. I Just give me the thing I want stat. I don't want to do any research. And we would have had to get in the car, drive 30 minutes to Target, yeah, and then yeah. walk around. Then there's a line and a blue light special, and you got to put it and load it into the car. This was quarter mile down the street, bought it. But that was five years ago now. So I've used it. I use it a fair amount. I'm down there a couple weeks a year. And it's worth it to have the bike. Her dad, but you know, before he passed, he was like, "You're a Nimrod." He like thumped my skull because he's like, "You're so stupid. You bought this bike." Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. if her brothers are there, they can use it. Whatever. So, long story short, I got a bike down there. We'll do some biking. We'll look for alligators. We, you know, we'll eat each other out, and uh, then we go to Austin to hang out. Hey, remember the Alamo? Wait, are you gonna go to Austin? I'm going to Austin for the weekend because the rest of her family all lives down there. She's got three siblings that all live in the same building. So I'll be down in Austin eating queso and uh, blowing her dad. Well, let me know what you think about I, I just You get off of that, that plane or, or bus or, or $800 bicycle you got there, and it just feels good. The air is fresher. The tits are bigger. The kids are younger. There's something about that town right now. It is bubbling up. Well, I've always loved Austin, and uh, I, I I hit up a certain someone to do their podcast. I got nothing back. Zilch, nada, zero. I hear he took two weeks to get back to me, that bald queef. But uh, he did, and uh, I, I don't know. The clock's ticking for this, this chooch, but you got a couple days. Well, I feel like prom night where I don't buy my shoes or whatever it is because I haven't bought the plane ticket home because I'm like, I might hear from him. I think he likes me, right. you know, <laughs> right. and uh, so Sarah's got a flight home, and meanwhile, the, the prices are ticking up and up, and I just know if I click purchase, it's going to be like, hey, you're in, you fucking fat piece of shit. Yeah, you're probably right, but you know, he's kicking a heavy bag or, or you know, beating up a gay. He's doing something over there, so you got to think, hey, he's a busy little little munchkin, so who knows? Well, then, you got, then I got this call from uh, a, a mutual friend who's like, dude... <laughs> the show isn't big anymore. Don't even worry about it. It's on Spotify now. And you're like, all right. I mean, that's like, it, it's like when the hot guy dumps you and then right. they're like, you know what? Muscles are out. Right. He's going to hurt his back lifting weights. You don't want to fuck him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will say, I mean, in, in our Hebrew friend's defense, I'd say if you did it two, three years ago, you got about nine, 10 million engagements. Now you get about a million and a half. So well, it is a drop, but hey, a million and a half is nothing to sneeze at. Well, I don't know what I'd get because I did the show in a vacuum, evidently. I mean, I told you the story. I'm talking to Chris Scopo one night at New York Comedy Club, and he's like, the big move is Rogan. When you do Rogan, forget it. And uh, he's like, that's when you'll blow up. And I was like, I did it eight months ago. And he's like, what? I never heard about that. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what I did. I should have uh, taken my shirt off or something. I, I don't know what happened. It was all a blur, but I well, got three it, followers, it, and I lost 10. <laughs> It's the list curse. I mean, you've got the holy trinity of the make or break you exposure showbiz breaks, and they all queefed. I know it's me. I stink. They hate me. These people hate me. I bought a Porsche in, fucking before the Netflix thing came out because Nate told me to. He's like, you got to get a car now because right. you're going to be blowing seven guys at once. And uh, you know, I got 300 followers from that piece of shit. Last comic. Uh, Netflix, Rogan. Yeah, the Holy Trinity. I mean, not to mention Letterman. I did, uh, you know, Gotham Comedy Live or whatever that was. A half hour special on Comedy Central. Marin, I don't think he even released my episode. I don't know what happened there. 
forgot you, Blue Marin. Holy shit, that 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 went uh, under the rug. No, America hates me, but I'm thinking maybe I'll get big in Ecuador. I had some fun in Ecuador. A couple people smiled at me when I took my dick out, so I think I might have a chance down in uh, Quito. Underlay, underlay. Well, it's a good diet, and uh, well, uh, speaking of texting. I just watched, I'm, I'm halfway through the Regan special, not to get too into comedy, but the Regan special's killer. I heard it's amazing. Uh, Ronan said it's great, and, and Steve Rogers oh. opened, of course, that little queef, so. Well, if Ronan liked it, I mean, and he, hate, he hates John Candy, so who knows what's up with that guy. But yeah, if Ronan liked it, it must be the best thing on the planet. He's a piece of shit. I think I'm breaking up with him. We started Ooh. a show uh, tomorrow, the Woody Allen episode comes out. He hated Hannah and her sisters. I, almost, I, I, I want to fight him. I texted him a picture of my mother's asshole as a punishment. He's like, it's fake, it's phony, it stinks. It's a he's movie. Just a, he's just a piece of shit. He's a bad person. Good comic, but um, just a scumbag of a human. Yeah, he's taking his own uh, five foot four uh, bearded uh, Semitic grief out on this. Look, he was diddled as a kid. You can't take that out on Hughes. Oh, first of all, here's a, a quick tale. Wait, I want to hear about the Regan thing. I'm off into this tale. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Well, it's just it's good to see you. Uh, so I'm, I'm halfway through the Regan, and I'm I'm enjoying. I'm like, that's a great bit. Wow, that's a great bit. The writing is is top notch, and. It's such great observation. So I was like, "Ooh, I haven't talked to old uh, old sign language in a while. This will be oh a boy. perfect excuse to text him. You know, innocuous, not asking for anything, not name drop, whatever it is." And I just hit him up, and I go, "Hey, Dickless, sign A, Jer Jer, JS." That new Regan's a real beauty, and he wrote back right away. He goes, "Yeah, some killer bits in it," and that's Ooh. all I got. I, I'm like, I'm. I'm teetering on do i do i keep going or is that good was this today or was this today yes, today oh if it's today I, I would throw it a little more give him a little just one or two more and see put a question on it you got to put a question mark yeah in to keep it going question mark norman ah there you uh, go yeah throw something else out there but you know maybe how about that white hair or when are you going to do another one or something like that you know all right i'm gonna do it right now Right now, we're doing a show. All right, all right, you're right, you're right. You're right. But if, if, you do, if you do it now, you're going to hear that, and then it's going to be a whole thing. You're right, you're right, that, that I'll be all out I'll be out to lunch. I won't even be focused. You're right. But that could be good radio, too. I don't know. Shelby, what do you think? Is that a fart? No, it's a great shirt. Oh, hey. All right. Tuesdays with stories. I got Comedy Key West going here. Oh, there you go. We're all merched up. You can buy these at uh, Comedy Key West, obviously. I still um, think this is the best Tuesdays design yet. It's very nice. I, I don't know what it is, but it's fun. It's a sandwich, and, and it's talking, and the olives are eyes. But uh, whoever did it, I forgot the guy's name. He's a killer. It's hey, nice lunch. job, Pete. Maybe it's Pete. Hey, the boy Pete. All right. <laughs> so Pete. back to you. Back to Tejas. No, wait. So Rana, and I'm talking about oh. Rana, who I love, of course. He's a great guy, and uh, he really is a great comic. And Yes, but killer. Good egg. Check out his we, albums. We, Downhill ever since. That's Good his pull. Album. Good pull. Got another one too that nobody cares about. But yeah. So the other day we're at the cellar. Now the cellar. I, I don't want to. They're having dinner every night. You can have dinner at the cellar, and uh, every once in a while someone grabs a mic and tells a couple jokes. But go have dinner at the Olive Tree. They're open thirty-five percent capacity. I think fifty Ooh. by the end of this week. Movie theaters end up open at the end of this week. Woo! And, I saw and, I saw an article that said AMC is so optimistic about the 
pop they're going to have. They're not even concerned about the year of sales they lost. Wow. Yeah. Well, s- some guys said April we're going to be rocking. I mean, things are things are cooking. We're giving out two and a half million vaccines a day. For the love of fucking cheese on my ass, get the vaccine, you fucking libertarian fucking weirdo, whatever you are. And Just blacks. Get it. The blacks yeah, are worried. The blacks. Get them, get them, everybody get them. Come on. It's all safe. We're trying to get back to McDonald's here. For some reason, the blacks don't trust the man. I don't know what's going on there. Nah, but I don't know either. Some no incident, history. Evidently. But... Please take a vaccine. Don't tweet at me if you don't like the vaccine. I don't give a shit. But uh, I probably muted it anyways. But but so we're at the cellar the other night. Amazing hang. It's uh, Nick Griffin, Louis C.K., Ronan Hirschberg, uh, Daniel Simonson, who I think is my favorite comedian. That guy. He's beast. Tough as follow. Pure pure gold. And a bunch of comics there. Will Sylvain, Josh Johnson. Are you guys suicidal? I can't do the voice. <laughs> it's very funny, though. He's Norwegian. He's stiff as a board. He's uh, stoic and autistic. He's a killer. Yeah, Great he's accent. got some problems, obviously, but hilarious guy. Um, so we're all hanging out. Ronan goes on, and you know we're not we're kind of half paying attention because he hates Woody Allen movies, and sure. we're all talking, and we just overhear. That's the only way I can come. And then Louis says, "Man, I just heard him say something that made me think of a bit." And he's like, "Is this a bit?" And he said, uh, you know, at the beginning, I hated the, the COVID test, but now it's the only way I can come. And I was like, that's funny. That's, that's a good joke. And he's like, is yeah. that his joke? And I was like, nah, I don't think so. Uh-oh. So I go, oh, take it. That's all you, buddy. And this is what a shitty friend I am. Well, a good friend of Louie, I guess. Bad friend of Ron. And I go, no, that's you. Take it. The next day, Louie does it on stage. Kills. Kills. And I'm like, that's gold. You got a bit there. The next night, he's at the cellar, and he says to Ron, hey, I... I a joke of yours inspired me to write this joke. And Ronan's like, uh, thought he was fucking with him. So he's like, ah, yeah, that's funny. Do it. That's great. Uh. Then Ronan goes on stage and does the bit. And Louis's like, what are you, what, what's this? Is that your bit? He's like, yeah. And Louis's like, I thought that was my bit. And Ronan's like, no, that's exactly my bit. Wow. He so pulled I a just, Dane Cook. He just took his bit and I gave it to him. I was like, take it. It's all you. But I didn't know. I didn't hear the bit because no one listens when that guy talks because he's dumb. Right. Wow. That, I mean, it's it's how it works, folks. That subconscious, it seeps in. That's happened to me before. You're like, oh, I think I thought of this, but you just heard it. It's no malicious, no no evil, but it happens. Well, I think he didn't hear the setup. He just heard, that's the only way I can come. So he thought he was talking about, you know, pegging or uh, right. barfing or whatever and so then he thought oh covid test that could be something but basically for like 24 hours louis just had the same bit as ron on yeah yeah and i hope he dropped it oh yeah of course he's like ah shit sorry man oh okay um, yeah so it was all good but the to me the fun part was that louis was like is this a bit and i was like that's you man <laughs> take it so i apologize to uh ron on even though his uh, movie opinions stink but hey, uh, kudos to the to that kid for you know coming up with a Louis level joke. Oh yeah, he's got some of the best jokes. Go- There's these young. Well, I think Ronan's the same age as us. But these yeah. these whippersnappers: Daniel Simonson, Ronan, Matt and, Broussard, and uh, Anthony Devito. Yeah, Doug Smith. There's a ton of funny cats out there. Lot Dina of funny Hashem, cats. Sam Ruddy. There's a couple of uh, really. Really good. Josh Johnson's got a couple pearls that I wish I had. So, yeah, there's a, there's a new crop, folks. Yeah, I like that Josh Johnson. He's smart as a whip, that guy. It's intimidating. Oh, yeah. 
little Don't whiz you hate kid. People that are smarter than you. Yeah, especially when they're younger and more successful. I'm like, can I have anything? Right. Ron on too. He talks, and I'm like, dash, shut, shut up. You're too smart. I don't like it. I need to talk to a nice retard, which is why I think this show works well. I'm here for you, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, so I'm heading to Texas. What are you doing? Where you been? What are you up well, to? Are you still gay? Is your father, you know, black? First of all, I just want to give a shout out. I think we we both uh, have to give this cat a shout out. I'm talking about old Antoine. I came home from the road. I got a big white box full of uh, sugary goodness on my counter. I almost came in a in a flower pot. There's nothing I like eating more than white box. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get that nice red little beaver up there. Um, yeah, oh, Antoine's yeah. Antoine's cookie shop. This guy. I don't know what we did to deserve this, but big old box of cookies. Yeah, we got a, a great couple of Jews uh, support. With like Sheath guy is a is a cool cat, and then Antoine's is good. I'll take a blue chew for fun. I mean, just everything. Uh, Harry's is all right. All those guys. It's just great, great eggs. Feels not to get on a on a plug rant, but uh, boy, that thank you, Antoine. I don't know what we said that got you uh, a cookie up my ass, but I'll take it. The only problem with Antoine's is. They send them, and, you know, cookies have a, a shelf life. The clock's ticking, so I'm eating cookies like fucking Michelangelo eats pizzas. I'm, I'm just stuffing them in one at a time, the whole thing. I brought a couple to the cellar, and then I, I gave uh, one away, and people just jumped on it like chum. So I yes. kept the other one hidden. I was like, you know what? I, I'm not giving away two. Fuck these assholes. You're the cookie monster. I am a cookie monster. Just, That's right. Ah. By the way, none were going down the gullet, which always bothered me as a child. But, yeah, I got the hint. But either way, just thanks for the cookies. And, but there's 14 of them in there. So isn't that crazy that you just think one day I had no cookies for a while, and then in one week I had 14 cookies in my stomach? I know. And it, our personality, it's the same with cigars. I was in Ecuador. I shoved 48 cigars up my ass in three days. Lewinsky. <laughs> it, was, it was just asinine. I, no pun intended, but I, I was smoking morning cigar. You could see... That addiction thing coming, yeah. like Ari comes down, he's got his sleep cap on, it's four in the morning, the sun hasn't come up, and I'm like just sucking on a black dick. I, yeah. I can't help it. And the cigar. But <laughs> it's also hilarious to think of Ari with the, that gown on with the candle and the cap. Yeah, he's like he's like a fucking Harpo in, in duck <laughs> soup. Right, right, and right. Groucho. Aha. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, yeah, I just got back from uh, one of the, my favorite clubs, one of these sleeper clubs I always talk about. Uh, wise guys in Utah is a sleeper. Uh, what else is a sleeper? What's another great club that I'm blanking on? Shit. Well, this, uh, this Ann Arbor Comedy Ann Arbor. Showcase. Great, great example. I like uh, Ridley's. Mark Ridley's in uh, whatever the hell. Royal Oak is a sleeper. And then this one, Raleigh. Good nights. Raleigh, cool little town. And these little towns are popping, man, because. Everybody's leaving the big cities. LA's on fire. New York's a bunch of heroin addicts blowing each other in the street. Everything's closed down. It's snowing. So all these Nashvilles and Denvers and Austins and Raleigh's, they're all popping up, and uh, it's fun. Yeah, that's a good town. I always uh, like being there. I've, I've done that club just the one time, but it's a cool college town. I like it. It's nice and warm and nice. They're friendly and, and some big gays down there. It was Rish down there, Rishi? No reach, but I'm going to Austin soon, so I think he's saving it all up. But, oh, shit, I had a point. Oh, you know what's great about these towns is we live in the biggest city in America, the best city in the world, if you ask me. 
And, you know, you go here, you try to have a quiet moment, but there's eight people on the bench. There's a guy shitting on the sidewalk. There's a line at CVS. The grocery store is packed. It feels like these towns, there's exactly the right amount of human beings in the town. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's an interesting theory. I like that. It's kind of like my theory of everyone on Coney Island looks like they belong on Coney Island. They're like cartoon <laughs> people. That's so it's so- an interesting theory. Well, like, you know, you go to L.A. Or, New- or Queens, you can't park. You go to Manhattan, you can't park. There's no parking spots. You're like, how do people do this? And then in Raleigh, there's always a spot right there. Or there's no line. Or the food comes quick. There's no wait. Everything is just they have enough things for all the people because we didn't overdo it and overpopulate. Right. Now, is any part of you I- – I'm dealing with this this past weekend because I went to the cellar Friday and Saturday, and, boy, I had quite a – comedy weekend actually we were doubling up and running around it was fun like the old days but yeah i'm trepidatious about everything fully coming back because i drive to the cellar i park right in front of the club i mean there's there's parking for days no yeah. traffic at all i haven't been in traffic since 1985 uh, right. i'm just cruising around and it's quiet the cellar's quiet everywhere's quiet and there's no lines anywhere i'm yep. kind of dreading it coming back yeah, yeah, it's a give and take. Uh, it's a t- it's a tough one, but yeah, what do you what would you rather? Would you rather have a, a comedy club where you're not talking behind a bunch of plexiglass like a guy at a bank, or would you rather a little line here and a no parking? Yeah, I guess so. A, a balance, but three hundred thousand people left New York, so that helps a little bit. That's a little wriggle room. That's a dent. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's just it's nice. I guess I I, I like our life, but also cool that. You're just going back to normal life, and you're having a blast. It shows how good your life is or how, how you chose right as a, as a comedian in Manhattan or New York because you're just – shit's opening a little bit, and you're like, life's fucking fun. I had a great weekend. I'm going to this club. Like That's just normal. That's just your job, and you're talking about how fun it is. Good point. Yeah, everything feels new again, and, and normal is a relative term. We're all wearing masks. Right. I mean, we're at the cellar with masks on, which is a little weird because you can't – Get the smile, and then sometimes you make a joke that's subtle, and yes. it's a smile joke, but you can't see if they're smiling, so you're just like, ah, this guy uh, smokes cock on uh, Tuesdays, and then you just see, like, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, ah, is he crying? Is he laughing? I can't Right, th- right. Yeah, you got to look for that squint, but then he's Asian, so yeah, it's, it's, a, tough, it's a tough racket, but... I don't know. I, I, I assume we should be taking those masks off at the table, because if we were eating, they'd be off, but... I, they leave them on, so I leave them on. I don't know the rules. Well, it's weird, and I, I, I riffed a bit about it because I go to the cellar, and everyone's wearing masks because everyone's packed in there at the table. There's like right. six or seven people, so we're all wearing masks. And then you go to the stand, and you know, a couple people at a table. I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but a couple people at a table, they're eating, so they're not wearing masks. So I sit down. I, ta- I do whatever everyone's doing. People are masks on. I'm like, yeah, man, fucking... I saw some animals with no masks on over here, these pieces of shit. Then you go to this place, they're not wearing masks because they're eating, and you go, eh, everyone's wearing masks over there like a bunch of nerds. Whatever anyone wants, I, I'll just, I'll shapeshift. Here, here, yeah, I'm very malleable. I adapt to whatever you think is the right way. But hey, sometimes you got to put the foot down. When a bunch of people are going, hey, this guy stinks or this sucks, you got to go, no, 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 no. I usually go with the flow, but you're incorrect there, sloppy jalopy. No, no, the same Raymond. <laughs> I'm getting my other gun. Shoot everybody's ass. Um, yeah, I sure but, as hell ain't no vistas or no views. Uh, anyways, it was um, 
Very exciting uh, weekend here. But so tell me about uh, Raleigh. Hot shows, small shows, gay shows, well, sex shows. I don't know if this is a new thing. You've been doing comedy for 41 years. Maybe you, you have a little insight on this, but... I go down to these clubs now in Raleigh or wherever the hell, and some chooch from another town goes, hey, I got a room 30 minutes outside of Raleigh. I'll give you a couple shekels if you want to pop in there on a Wednesday or on a Sunday and make a couple extra bucks, and then I'll drive you to Raleigh. And I was like, yeah, why not? So I did that. It was great. I went to Wilson, North Carolina. Hey, Wilson. Yes, home improvement. And, uh, I, you know, he picked me up from the airport, drove me to Wilson, and he goes, I got you a tiny house. What? And I was like, hoo-ha-ha. I go, well, what's the hotel? And he goes, no, no, it's a tiny house. <laughs> and I go, I got a tiny house. I live in New York. And he's like, no, they're cool. They're all the rage. And I was like, all right. So I get to this house. It's tiny. It's a tiny house. Yeah. I, people are all into the tiny houses. I got a friend buying a tiny house. Uh but did we skip over just regular house, medium house? How about a medium house? Well, medium house is regular. This is quirky and weird. It's got to be tiny. It's like you, you show up and there's a little midget there. And you go, hey, how about that? But here's the thing. The 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 turn on, what's that word? The, the Appeal. The appeal of, uh, of a tiny house, I think, is it's affordable and manageable. Yes. But if you're a guest for a night... That's no appeal. I mean, if they're if they're providing you the house, and I'm not shitting on this guy's asshole. I no, mean, he was a good egg, Matt. Good, good Matt, kid. Great asshole, and, yes. and Wilson. I've always Tight. wanted to go to Wilson, North Carolina. It's a dream of mine. I'm just <laughs> saying, for the issue of uh, debate. Yes. You get a tiny house because you're like it costs 800 bucks, and you got a bigger yard, I guess, and you don't have to worry about the clunkiness or whatever. Right. But if someone's providing you a house, he's like, hey, it's tiny. You're like, well, yeah. that's just you saving a few bucks, you thrifty asshole. Maybe, maybe. There, there's definitely some of that. We pull up, and it's, it's a whole row of them. It's like, they look like dog houses, you know, and they're called, like, this one's called the Dakota, and this one's called the uh, Anal Fisher, and this one's called Labia Tits, or whatever it is. And mine was, I don't know, mine was uh, N-Word Lover. I can't remember, but either way... It was tiny. I mean, you get in there. I felt like uh, Takembe Matumbo in that motherfucker. Like, you, you take a shit, and your feet are in the kitchen sink, and your, your ball sack is on the couch. I'm all over the place. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It was Does cute. It, did it have floor-to-ceiling windows? That's what I picture with the tiny house, with a curtain that comes across. That's what I'm visualizing. No, no. It's ba it's a regular house if you just shrunk it, like in Willy Wonka or something. And then you go up a little couple stairs, and then you're in the loft, and you're in the bed, and then you sit up, and you hit your head on the roof. Oh, boy. Loft and found. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a little Veter house. It's a Veter house, yeah, but it was adorable, and uh, I'll tell you, being hungover in that thing was no picnic, because, you know, we got pretty sloppy at this brewery, and, uh, you know, you wake up, and you're, you're shitting blood, you wake up in the middle of the night, you got a whiz, and you got to go down that fucking shifty stairwell, and you're naked, you step on a, a, a marble, I mean, it was it was pretty rough, but good show, good kid, good egg, good uh, Matt, thank you for having me. And then he, he was nice enough to pick me up the next day, drove me to Raleigh. We got a bite at a barbecue joint. And, uh, yeah, it's always fun. It's a fun adventure because you see how the other half jizzes. You know, you're out in Wilson. All these Tuesdays came out. They were super excited. A lot of merch, a lot of hyena fans and, and skank fans. They're all out there in America, Jerry. 
Well, good to good to hear. I, I'm gonna have to dip into Wilson and stay in a uh, a tiny home because it sounds <laughs> no. You're six two, lanky ass. I mean, you'd be coming out the chimney. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what's uh, not tiny. Uh huh. My, my cock and uh-huh. also my love for native deodorant. One thing everybody knows about me is how much I love no- native deodorant. People think <laughs> Joe List, they think uh, native deodorant. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? You're a native, baby. Like people are like, that guy stinks. And they say, no, he used to. Now he has native deodorant. I love this stuff. Like uh, they sent us an uh, 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 example of the product. Whatever you say, a specimen. I can't think of the word. Oh, yeah. A feature. What is that? A motif. Uh, uh, an example. Uh, a, a prototype. Tester. A prototype. Test- a tester. <laughs> test tube, baby. Tesla. Uh, Whatever it is, I got a tube of deodorant. It's native yes. deodorant, and this stuff is great. It really does work. I never sweat out of my armpits. I never stink. I smell like a million bucks if a million sample? bucks smell good. Sample. Is yes, they it? sent me a sample. I think so. Native okay. cares about what you put on your armpits. That's why their deodorant's ingredients list includes things you've actually heard of, things like coconut oil and shea butter. Switching to Native from an antiperspirant doesn't mean you'll have to worry about the midday BO either. And I never have it. There's yeah. a reason why Native has over 16,000 five-star reviews. It's because it works. 16,000. That's Madison Square Garden. Packed. Full wow. of five-star reviews. And, you know, people don't like to give out five stars. They're a little, no. uh, they're tough to please. So get yourself some native. It's risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. You can even subscribe to native, so you'll never have to sweat about running out of deodorant again. Tell them how to do it, Mark. Here, here. I love this stuff. Make the switch to native today by going to native.com slash stories. Or use promo code STORIES at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash stories. Or use promo code STORIES at checkout for 20% off your first order. Get on it and get native today and smell better. Yes, sir. And this episode is also brought to you by Raycon. I mean, we've been talking about Raycon for a long time. Love the con. We still got a few more months before this thing gets really real again. We're all home. Even when you're, it's regular times, what do you do most of the time? You're on the couch. That's where most of your life is taking place, on the couch, watching stuff. I'm watching the uh, Hotel Cecil doc on Netflix. That's fun. That's a barrel of laughs. I, yeah, I caught it. It's a happy-go-lucky good time. Yeah, there's some fun stuff. Episode three is a little annoying. But anyways, when I'm watching it, I'll tell you what I do. I use my Raycons. That's the best way to uh, watch a program. They, they sync right up with all your stuff. And if you're going to be spending a lot of time watching stuff, listening to stuff, you're going to want a nice wireless earbud. That's why I love uh, these earpods because they're great. I mean, these wires, they, they fall out. You pull them out when I'm rocking and rolling. I'll do like a rock and roll jump air guitar. I always rip those wires out. So I need the wireless, and that's yes. where Raycon comes in. No dangling wires or stems to get in your way here. Raycon comes in a range of stylish colorways, but always with a comfortable in-ear fit for a more discreet look. These things are the best. Tell them what you think and tell them how to get them. They look great. They feel great. They they come with uh, different ear hole sizers. So you go, hey, I got a huge gaping ear hole. Let me get this bigger little plasticky thing. And they, they've thought of everything. The sound is rich. The sound is full. And they last forever. It's like a six-hour battery on this puppy. 
They're really great. I'm a fan. Raycon's offering 15% off all their products for our listeners, and here's what you've got to do to get it. Go to buyraycon, B-U-Y, raycon.com slash Tuesdays. That's it. You'll get 15% off your first entire Raycon order, so feel free to grab a pair and a spare. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. One more time. By Raycon, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash Tuesdays. Get them today. By Menon. Yes. All right. I also want to just plug the Patreon again real quick. We did two bonuses last uh, Friday, Saturday. One, we watched Curb. Fucking laughed our asses off. Amazing episode. Had some great insight. And then uh, Saturday, we just jumped on the horn, and we talked all kinds of things. Is it a file cabinet or a filing cabinet? Oh, yeah. People are split on that one. So uh, go sign up for the Patreon right now. You can get in there for as little as $3. $5 is where it's at. And uh, some people give like 50 which is insane. Wow. Yeah. Hey, smoke if you got them. Yeah, it's a lot of good stuff. Not to mention the backlog of, of uh, anal and queefs all over that place. We got green room hangs. We got road trips. We got girlfriends and wives and mistresses. It's, it's a good time. Live episodes. Oh, yeah. We filmed a porn on there. So sign up today. It's the best Patreon out there. And uh, yeah, join up. Yes. All right. So yeah, Raleigh, just a great time. And I'll tell you there, Fatty, when... When you're sitting in these, uh, and you're about to see this in Texas, when you're sitting in these tiny little cubicles we call apartments or filing cabinets with a bed in it, and it's snowing and raining and freezing, you go down to Raleigh, and that sun was shining every day I sat outside. I would just sit in the sun like an old man who took a shit on himself and didn't want to move, and people people walk by like, what's he doing? I'm just sitting in the sun because it was so, I'm basking. It was great. Carol basking. I love the sun, love to bask. Boy, Carol Baskin, that reminds me, that was a year ago. That was right when this all started, the Tiger Queen. Crazy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's fun. I, lo- I love the sun, and it's good for you. It gives you that vitamin Dizzle and uh, cancer, I guess, but it, it kills everything. I think it, it warms you up. You look nice. You look refreshed. Nothing like the sun. The sun is good. Sun is good. Sun is good. You got to bask and uh, wear your bask out there in the in the buildings, but... Yeah, just a great time. And that club, I love it. We sold out all the shows. We added some shows. We did a show. First of all, there's a curfew over there. It's like Footloose. You can't dance, you know. it's uh, They're restricted. And we added a show on Saturday at 3 p.m. Wow. Yeah. And I said, why 3 p.m.? They said, well, we have to be out of here by 9 or whatever. So we got a 6 and an 8. And the only time we could do it before that is a 3. So uh, they did a three, and it was one of the better shows. No kidding. I, li- I like afternoon comedy. Cosby always did it, and he never had any bad ideas. I, <laughs> I like the idea of just being done at 4.30 in the afternoon. Obviously, you weren't done, but in the future, that could be the future. It could be the future, and it works. I mean, you're walking. I walk, The club's three blocks away, and you're walk, You're sweating. The birds are chirping. The sun is shining. You're like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm wearing a jacket and... I'm looking at notes that say, you know, swastikas on it, but hey, you got to figure the people who come out at three are dying to see a yuck. Yeah, exactly. So good good for you, good for them. And Saturday, people aren't working, so fuck it. I would love to be. I, I'm an early guy now, and I have to, like, retrain myself. I'm one of these I guys. I fall asleep at, at midnight during my programs now. 
I start like I'm, I'm slapping myself trying to watch the end of fucking uh, Golden Girls because I get right. sleepy and I wake up at seven thirty in the morning. So I got to figure this out because I'm going to be at Side Splitters in a couple of weeks oh, and there's like yeah. a ten thirty show. I'll be nodding off on that couch on the stage. Isn't it kind of ironic? Don't you think that the more time we have, our sleep schedules got better? Well, I guess because we we worked at night before, we worked late, so yeah, we exactly. had to stay up late. But now, when 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 your sleep schedule or when your your work schedule is different, you just end up sleeping when the sun goes down. That's a good point, and I wake up from anxiety because at seven I wake up to piss because I'm 88 years old, and then I lay back down. And I'm staring at that ceiling. I'm like, I gotta get the emails. I gotta get new shoes. I gotta you know put a cock on my wife. It's all sure. this stuff so you start to lose your mind so i just get up now and and wow. my wife's like oh my god you get up so early i'm so jealous and i'm like well it's because i'm having an anxiety attack i'm not it's not like i'm a farmer i'm terrified so i get up yeah and no one i don't want to get up i get up early too but i don't want to it sucks what how do people do that like my my brain clicks on and it's just hell on earth and there's no uh i can't just go hold on now i need a few more hours i wish i could do that I know. People can do it. I think it's depression. Like, we're more anxiety, they're more depression, I think. Ah, interesting. Could that be something? It could be, but doesn't anxiety lead to depression? Yeah, because I got that too. But my depression isn't sleepy. Mine's awake. I have awake depression. Some people have sleepy depression. I just stare at the fucking floor and think you should kill yourself. Right, right. I stare at the ceiling and think you you suck, everybody hates you, your dick's thin. It's not good. You got a thin dick, do you? I wouldn't say it's uh, alarming. Like, you wouldn't go, Jesus, look at old uh, needle dick here. But you'd go, ah, I could use a little more uh, plumpness. This is interesting. I was thinking noodle dick, and you said needle dick. Both vowels work. Yes. Needle or noodle. That could really fuck you on a crossword puzzle. Because it, it, they both fit. But then you're like, why? I got noodle or I got needle. Why isn't it coming together? Yeah, that's a good point. It says, you know, describe your father's dick and you write needle i write noodle we got different crosswords i will say noodle is good because it's a funnier word but needle is still puncturing yeah well the thing with needle though is it's hard it's it's a hard dick so if you have a thin hard dick but a noodle is like it's it's thin and it can't get hard unless it hasn't been boiled yes yes maybe it's an unboiled noodle yeah because an unboiled noodle is still a noodle either way it's noodle still a noodle and still pretty hard but I feel like if I tried to put a noodle in me, it would crack. The needle will will penetrate. Yeah, but a wet noodle. When you say noodle, let's be honest, everyone's thinking yeah. a boiled noodle. No one's picturing you, the fuck out of the bag. <laughs> you got that right. I remember the first time my mom, I used to watch her cook because I grew up, you know, in the 40s. And, you know, you'd, she'd be like, all right, put the noodles in the boiling water. So I'd take the bag out. You got these eight inch noodles you throw them in and half of them goes in the water and half of them doesn't i'm like what are we gonna do the pot's too small and she's like jesus you special needs retard she would crack it and put it in i was like oh i always like the crack i love that and then sometimes you get too big of a a tube too big of a a stack you gotta take a little stack at a time yes snap them in there exactly it was always fun yeah, yeah. Oh, I love a noodle crack. The little things in life we take for granted, but then I try to enjoy them and I get bored. It's interesting. The, and the, the Asians invented the noodle, and then they have the noodle dicks. Ah, That's probably how they came up with it. They had these little noodle dicks, and they said, hey, why don't we boil these? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. The Asians did come up with the noodle, but yet I feel like the Italians get all the credit. 
Well, here's why, I think, because people don't think of rice as a noodle, even though it's a noodle. It's a mini noodle. That's essentially, right? I mean, so when you think rice, but somehow rice has been removed from the noodle factory or category, but I think yes. rice is a noodle because a spaghetti is just a lengthy rice. That's a great point because if you look on a Thai menu, it says noodle dish, rice dish. Interesting. So they're basically the same thing, but one is just a clumpy pile of it, and one is a long strand of rice and wren. Uh, this is uh, this is good stuff we're into here. I mean, this should be the show <laughs> of rice and wren. I just got that. This All is right. the show. Yes, we're not changing it. You got that right. Yeah, three blind rice. But yeah, uh, so yeah, I got back from Raleigh. The shows were great, and. I would rather a 3 p.m. on Saturday than a Sunday. Let me go home on Sunday. That, By the way, that's an hour and 12-minute flight, which is amazing. God, do you, have you noticed these flights are getting faster and faster? I think they're getting some super fuel or some kind of business because I went from Ecuador to New York in 12 minutes. I don't know what's going on out there. Well, it's also nice, I mean, back in the day, and it's going to come back, but before COVID, there was a lot of like, uh, sorry, folks, we're number 38,000 on the runway. It's going to be a minute. Uh, this Oklahoma City has got to go first. And you're like, ah, I just sitting there. And there's not been any of that. Well, how about this? I got back from uh, Ecuador. We landed in Atlanta, hot Atlanta, as the uh, folks call it. And we get to customs. And, you know, it's like those bank line things, those rope things. And there's like aisles like like 40 rows of them you've come back from customs and everything yeah zero people i mean like actually zero there was eight people on our flight it was like the eight of us like the e street band walked in one at a time and they went go ahead they didn't even look at our papers or uh blow us it was like uh, it was unbelievable i mean literally nobody usually that's a night we had a four-hour layover because they they knew you know customs and all that usually takes a couple days and right nothing we just stroll right through so COVID is the best thing that ever happened to my life. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good in a lot of ways. And uh, as I say, we're going to be, we're all house cats. We used to be pumas out there, you know, hunting wild and, and sleeping in trees. And now we're all house cats and it's going to take some adjusting. Yeah, it is. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think this whole thing is going to be wrapped up by July at the latest. Woo, baby, I love the optimism. You, I mean, no offense, but you're not a, you tend to not be Mr. Optimist. Well, and, I mean, uh, I'm loving it. I'm seeing vaccines up the Every member of my family has been vaccinated because they're all plumbers and firemen and gays. So they got the vaccine. And now there's all these, com I know about 12 comics that are like yeah. a half a pound overweight. So they're in there wheezing and saying they're going to die because their BMI is too high. And, you know, I'm going to have a party at my house in a couple weeks. I know 10 people that have been vaccinated. So... I think we're cooking. They're up to two and a half million people a day. They're doing some kind of money package. I, I think we're going to be high flying soon. Ooh, baby. All right. I can't wait. I'm, I'm ready to get back. Although, uh, yeah, I mean, I keep saying it, but I've still been doing the road like an animal. And uh, it is going to suck when those airports are full and the, the traffic comes back. Yeah, you're going to have like the biggest adjustment because it's going to be less flowy. Yeah, yeah. You've had the flow. But it will be nice to have a full house. You know, it's all these 50%, 38% capacity, all that. So that'll be nice to have a big, full room of big, fat people. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that someday, too. Uh, yes, yes. Well, you'll have it in, at Tampa, I'll tell you that. 
I'm excited about Tampa. That's going to be a fun one. March 18th to the 20th, and there might be some special guests, so get Ooh. a ticket, folks. Uh, so I got to say two things that I want to hear about. Uh, we got to wrap up Ecuador for you. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of Ecuador left. All right. Great, great. Well, let me just let me just throw this in your taint and see if it gets caught in the pubes. Uh, one thing, I got to give a shout out to this guy. I forgot his name already, but he came out in Raleigh. And I've been doing, I've been hiding in the green room. I usually do a meet and greet, but I've been hiding because of COVID, whatever. And this guy's like, I got to talk to him. And they were like, all right. So the manager comes back. He's like, this guy's pretty persistent. And I was like, all right, all right. So I go out there. He hands me a, a gift. And it's, it's like this flat square box. And I go, oh, what is it? He's like, open it, open it. I was like, all right, here we go. Open it. Oh, I should have grabbed it. He gave me the, he's like, you don't have any license plates on the Beamer. Guess what license plate he got me? Hold on. Uh, really think about it, because it's gonna it's gonna knock your nips off. All right, ass man. Yes, he got hey! me the ass man. All right. Yeah, it's it's got the the Statue of Liberty and everything. New York ass man, the whole thing. My white whale, and uh, I can't wait to throw that. I mean, it's clearly not legal, but I'm putting that puppy on the backside of that uh, that. Choo-choo train, and I'm going to be all over the city. Can I make a, make a suggestion? Maybe throw it on the front just to kind of give yourself a few minutes before you get pulled over and sent to jail? <laughs> get like 10 minutes out of it? Because, I mean, if it's on the back, they're going to go, hey, what's up, Mr. Funny Man Kramer? And then they're going right. to, you know, fuck you in the ass with a, a plunger like that one time. That's true. I might get a billy club up the, uh, the rectum just just from these uh, these dirty popo. But, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. All right, I'll throw it on the front. Put it on the front because the front is still a gag. You can you can plead ignorance on that one. The back is like they'll they're gonna you know they'll they'll shoot you. All right, all right. Front it is. Uh, so yeah, that was great. And then um, I did a show at Eastville last week, and I had a fun moment. Now tell me what you think about this. It's a racial moment, but it was it was I had a happy ending. Thank God. So, so we Asian? do a show. What's that? An Asian. Yes, yes. We do a show. It was great. And these three black folk come out of the show. They were super cool. It was one of his birthdays. Like I'm a, I saw out to lunch. I'm a big fan. He goes, let's all do a shot. And I go, all right, fine. We'll do a shot. And he, uh, he goes to the bartender, and it's this nice white lady. And he goes, give us three shots. He goes, what do you want? She goes, take a look at all three of us. What do you think we want? And she was like, well, you know, it's Brooklyn. You know, she's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, come on, what do you want? And I, I just yell out. Get him the stereotype. And they all laugh. And she's like, oh, she's got blue hair. And they go, come on, what do you think we want? And she won't guess. She's too nervous. And he goes, come on, what is it, sister? And I go, Hennessy. And they go, yeah. And she pours Hennessy for all of us who take the shots. And we all hug. Oh, that's fun. You know, I never had Hennessy my whole life because I've never had any black friends. But it's, what is it? Is it syrupy, spicy? What are we talking it's kind of like a liquory whiskey in a way. It's a, it's not full schnapps, but it's not full liquor. It's somewhere in the middle, and it's pretty damn tasty, I got to say. Oh, all right. Maybe but, uh, maybe we should become Hennessy people. Yeah, let's bring on the Henny. But it was just cool that they're like, please judge us. This is a comedy club. We're having fun. Please stereotype us, and she wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's a bad place for that. Brooklyn's no good. You got to go to like, you know, uh, where were you? Matthew, North Carolina. What's it called? Wilson. Wilson. Matt was the guy. Yeah, yeah. So that was just a fun. I love when we could be real with each other. None of this kid glove. It's very ironic that we have to tiptoe around 
black people because they've been through so much, but we're like, they can't handle this. I'm like, they handle a lot of shit. They can handle a joke. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's strange. Who knows? You know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole pile of business. I don't know what the hell to think, but I think that's fun, and I'm glad they enjoyed it, and you nailed it. I mean... Did you get some Heinekens as a as a backer or what? <laughs> I, I got some. Uh, I was made sixteen stereotype jokes, but the grape soda paid off, and everybody had a nice nice drumstick, and uh, we all got out of there and found a fat white chick. But yeah, all right. Tell me, speaking of brown people, hit me up with some uh, some Ecuador. Well, first, I want to mention Tuesdays oh. with Stories, also brought to you by Lucy Nicotine Gum. You guys know how much we love smoking. We were smoking a pack a day for a while there. I remember you had the the, the pack rolled up in your sleeve like uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris like Chambers. Greaser. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I just couldn't quit the goddamn things, and uh, it was hard for me. But uh, luckily I did. It's the best thing I've ever done in my life, and, and you just quit as well, which is good because COVID uh, really messes with your lungs. Lucy was founded by Caltech scientists, former smokers who want to help other people quit. They set out to create a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. It took three years of research and experimenting, and they finally came up with Lucy, a nicotine gum that actually tastes good. My God, does it taste good. Yes. I'm chewing some right now. It comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. They're all very good. Each has four milligrams of nicotine. If you don't like gum, check out their cherry ice lozenge. I love yes. cherry ice lozenges. When you're craving a smoke, you just need a little something to be satisfied the habit. So get Lucy so you're prepared for the itch. Tell them how, Mark. I love me some nicotine. Lucy's, get on it. They're supporting this show, so go support them. Get 20% off all products, including gum or lozenges, at lucy.co. Promo code TUESDAYS. That's 20% off lucy.co and use promo code TUESDAYS at checkout. This is the part we got to say from the lawyers. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, but hey, it's uh, it's good stuff. So, But you already knew that, so get 20% off at lucy.co with promo code TUESDAYS. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so I was uh, down in Ecuador, as you know, and I didn't get all my stories out last time because I was just shitting my shitting my brains out, and I took the sky thing across the sky or whatever. Yes. But so I wanted to talk about. We went from Quito. We were in Quito, Ecuador. That's the capital, second highest capital in the world, ninety two hundred feet, and uh, I got all dizzy and wacky, and that was fun. It was like I was tripping. Then day two, we hop in the car and. Ari's got a car down there. His car has been in this garage. Now, the first night I'm there, we park in the garage. It's late at night. And as we're leaving, the guy in Spanish says, Zupadaboopadaboo, And uh, Ari speaks a little bit of Spanish, and his friend speaks fluent. And so they figure out the guy's saying, hey, we're about to close in a half hour. Yeah. And Ari's friend says, well, we're going to come back tomorrow. We're staying at the hotel. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow to pick up the car. And the guy's like, zippity bop boo, boopity boo, hola. Yeah. yeah. Tomos Diaz or whatever. Beep up we leave. That, we go, okay, that's all set. Then the next day, we're packed up, and now Ari's been traveling. So he's got tons of shit. So when he, every time he changes locations, he's got to have nine suitcases. Plus, Sarah and I have our suitcases and our magnets and all the dumb goodies we bought. The double dildo, the, the strap on, everything. So 
Ari and I go to get the car, and then uh, these dames, they just sit there with all the luggage. We're like, we'll be right back. We go over to the garage, and Ari's got his ticket and hands it to the guy and says, okay, uh, what do we owe you? And the guy goes, and starts speaking Spanish. And no offense to the Spanish speakers. I just don't know how to say it, so I'm going to say boobly-boo. I'm nervous. But- Everyone else is just walking up, handing a ticket. Ari's got a $20 bill in his hand going, all right, what do I owe you? And the guy's like basically saying, hey, you've been parked here for two days. What is this? Because I think it's an in and out kind of parking garage. He's like, yeah, I left it in for two days. I've been just left the car here. And the guy's like, well, this is this is no good. I'm going to have to call my manager. And Ari's like, well, what do I owe you? Just tell me how much I owe you. And he's like, well, I don't even know. I don't know if this is allowed. And we're like, well, what do you mean allowed? Like, our car is just in there. We parked. It's a parking garage. But this is all happening with a language barrier. Right. So while this is happening, there's like Ecuadorian folks lining up behind us. Four people, five people, six people. And finally, the guy, not finally, but the guy's like, hold on. Well, you better step aside. Come to this other window. Uh We go over to the other window. And now people are just lined up. They're going, what what the fuck's with these guys? The guy comes back. He's like, I don't think I can get you a car. You got your passport? What? And Ari's like, my passport? What do you mean? I mean, it's a parking garage. I don't get it. Long yeah. story short, the line ends up being like 10 people. This goes on for like 20 minutes. Sarah's texting me like, where are you guys? We got to leave. We're waiting for you. We're outside with all the luggage. People are looking at us strange. Finally, a guy in like an Air Force jumpsuit, like a, he's like a pilot, Ecuadorian pilot. He said, hey, what's the problem over here? What, what, what's, what are you guys dealing with here? And we're like, we don't know. He's speaking English. Okay. But he's Ecuadorian. But he must, because he's in the Air Force, I assume the American Air Force blows Uh them or something. So he says, well, what's going on? We're like, we're just parked. We don't. And I'm I'm the whole time I'm like, we'll give him a hundred bucks. We just want to leave. Just let us have, just give us the ticket. What the fuck is this? So the guy, Ecuadorian guy, he starts talking. He goes, you got your passport? And he's like, no, I don't have my passport. It's my fucking car. What are you talking about? And Ari's like, I've been in and out every day. Long story fucking anal jizz on my mother's tits. Finally, the Ecuadorian Air Force guy, he must say, he says something. I don't know what he did. He sent him a dick pic or something. He gets thick. He goes, there you go. You're all set. We go, hey, thanks so much. I like pat him on the back. I'm like, appreciate it. He's like, hey, no problemo. Yeah. We take the corner. There's like 150 people in line. You can't believe it. It looks like fucking Pearl Jam tickets just went on sale. We fucked up the whole garage. Everybody's commute. Like every single person that works downtown has wow. been waiting. And we have to walk all the way past everybody. And they're all just like, you they, pieces they know of shit. It's you? They know it's us because they kept like peeking around. And we're like, we got our hand on our heads the whole thing. It was like a half hour. They hate oh, yeah. us. Gringos ruining the party, but uh, what was the deal? I mean, with it's kind of the guy's fault. You, you were about to give him a hundred clams, like move, move it along, Dickless. Totally his fault. And I wanted to say to each person, it's like it's this asshole. Yeah, I think it's that old like authority figure thing. Everybody yes. wants a little authority, and, and because I also think maybe this language barrier. Maybe I'm an American asshole or whatever, but. They don't get people parking for two days. I think he like scanned it and it was like 48 hours. And the guy was like, what? Yeah. He couldn't yeah. believe it. And by the way, it ended up being like $20.50. So that's just a little quick nugget. We get I we hate finally, that shit. finally get the car. We go. We get all the luggage. And it's like spilling out. It's like the Beverly Hillbillies. And uh-huh. we drive out to Mindo, M-I-N-D-O, Mindo, Ecuador, which I think I mentioned we got an Working Airbnb. Mindo. Yes, exactly. We got a big 
Airbnb, nicest house I've ever seen. It's amazing. Two stories, lofty thing with the windows and the wood and the wraparound porch. And she provides us these big rubber boots and all. The lady is staying like a diagonally across the way. She's got kind of like a tiny house. She built it herself. One of those deals. Cool lady, French Dominique. She's French, but lived in Ecuador for 14 years. And first of all, I can't help but think sexual thoughts because she's just over there by herself. We're renting this house. I'm like, man, if you were renting this by yourself, you'd be over there going, hey, Dominique, I can't help but notice you're alone. Yes, yes, good boots. So, and she has a horse in her yard. So we look out the window, there's just a nice, beautiful brown horse. Uh Aha, interracial. uh, His name is General. Damn. Which is uh, French for general. Yes. I I think uh, I caught that. He's got a nice, beautiful brown cock. He's got a real Chris Allen hanging off his uh, torso there. Oh, yeah. And we we go over there, and now I don't know about you. You know, you're a city guy. I, I'm a city guy. I don't like horses. I'm afraid of horses. Yeah. And I never knew I was afraid of horses until I was. This is for, I'm 38 years old. I've never been next to a horse before my whole life. What? Maybe a police horse at some point. I don't uh, know. That makes sense. But we walk Ari. over there, and the horses stand next to the stable. I mean, Ari and the horse are identical twins. Yes, completely. We got our, our cigar. She comes over here, and Ari's one of those guys. He just walks up. He's scratching the horse's face and petting him, and, he, and I, I'm, like, literally shaking. I'm 20 feet away because <laughs> I saw faces of death where they, they grab you, and they run, and they bite oh, you, yeah. and they kick. Do, do, don't you feel they, like horses are dangerous? Of course they're dangerous. They kick you. You can't stand behind them. They'll pee on you. They bite, too. They can bite your hand off, but... If they trust it, you can literally put a carrot in your mouth and make out with the thing, and it'll it'll bite the carrot and lick your dick and all that. So it's all it's as long as you you let it sniff you and you tickle the sack, you're fine. Well, you just described me, but Christopher Reeves, I think, got stepped on by one or something. That's right. That's right. They'll trample. So I'm nervous. I'm standing over there. I don't like the horse, but she's like, "Yeah, here's the horse. He's 22. They live to 30. Whatever, whatever." Ah, and she good. says, "Just make sure you shut." that gate because if he gets out i mean forget about it we don't want the horse getting out for raised in a barn so we say hey no problem i i dominique you know blow me we leave we go out we have all our adventures i talked about last week we come back and ari's in the front yard playing with the dog sarah's uh, upstairs you know masturbating ari's friend is on the hammock and i'm just sitting there having another cigar and all of a sudden i hear i think the horse just got out Oh, and I go, what? The horse got out. Where? where? I'm looking around. I don't see the horse. And I just hear, yeah, he's walking up the driveway. And Ari, everything's barbed wire. It's barbed wire everywhere. We're kind of locked in there. So he's like, how did the horse get out? All this commotion. Ari takes off down the driveway. So I put some boots on. There's a big spider on my boot. That's a whole other story. Big, bright red spider. Had to flick him away. Terrified of that, too. Jesus. I come down, and it's hard to picture, but it's a long driveway with high bushes. We get to the end. I look up the road, down the road, no sign of Ari or the horse. And I'm Mm. like, where the fuck did they go? I mean, it's a horse. So we're all confused. So now me and the two broads, we get in the car, and we're like, I guess we got to go look for this horse. How could this be? And And I still haven't seen it. So I'm like, are you sure the horse got out? And they're like, yes. I watched him walk down the driveway. Ari went after it. Uh Uh-huh. 
So I'm like, this is crazy. We hop in the car, and it's this long, really narrow, potholy, muddy dirt road. Oh, boy. We're going down. Sure enough, we see Ari... 150 yards down the thing, he's got a long stick, and he's behind the horse. He's, like, trying to get to the horse with a stick. Somehow wow. he's got a stick. Come and on. They take a, it takes a right down, like, the main road, and we're just, like, traveling behind him, and he flags us down. He's like, I can't. He's like, it took off, full run. We're like, what? And he's like, it's way down there. I, I lost it. It went into, like, the bushes. We can't even see it anymore. So he hops in the car. We drive down. We find the horse. He's, like, in this yard so Ari gets out with his big stick and he's like you're gonna have to come around the other side he gets out sees the horse the horse looks at him takes off again it goes sprinting he goes running after it Ari's chasing a horse with a stick it's wild oh my god oh my god he's a he's a whisperer it's it's wild not to mention I forgot to mention when we were driving back from town we saw Dominique she's on a date with a guy she's like having coffee with this guy so Damn she's it. right down the street so we know any minute she's going to come back and see us running around. So we and drive back. Exactly. So we drive back around. Now we try to like cut them off at the pass. We're in the car. We drive all the way around and we're like, I got some of this on video. I'll put it on the Patreon. Oh my and I'm Lord. Like, this is crazy. We're all kind of sweating, but there's a little part of you that's like, this is quite an adventure. Yes. So we come, it's hard to describe because it's all these little windy square roads. So we come around this other road in the car. Ari's like telling us to stop, stop. And then he tells, like, he's pointing hand signals, which is so fun. It's like a caper. So yeah. I get out because I'm a man. So I'm like, I got to go be a man, I guess. So I get out. I jog down to him. He's got a stick. So I grab a stick. Now I'm driving the bus. So we both Whoa! got sticks. He's like, the horse, horse, man. he's like, the horse is in here. Meanwhile, I'm shitting my pants. I'm, I, I don't know what to do if I get near a horse. I'm afraid of the horse. Of course. I mean, they're a big beast. They can trample you, kick you, bite you, step on you. Of course, of course, a horse. So... I get a stick. He gets a stick. We walk down. And I'm just trying to be a man so my wife will blow me someday on my birthday or whatever. Sure, sure. I get it. So they're in the car. We walk down. And now him and I are in like this yard. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go around this way and get it to come towards you. You stand in front of that road to force it this way. So we're going to try to force the horse back. You got to force the horse, of course. Yes, of course. So he's coming around behind the horse. Now the horse is walking towards me. And I'm like shooing him like this with my stick and he kind of walks that way now sarah we got sarah set up at the end of this road because it's like all crossroads so she's standing from this one we got to try to force him right and once he takes a right we're gonna have the car chase him back up back up the road to the house so yes so he we're, we're walking behind the horse we got him we're behind him and sarah's just like Guys, there's rabid dogs everywhere. There's just like these crazy dogs. She's out there, and three of these rancid fucking wacky dogs come running out. And they go crazy, and so she's afraid of the dog. She's running from the dogs. The dogs spook the horse. The horse gallops again. He starts galloping the other way. So we're all jogging behind. I'm afraid of the dogs. The dogs are nipping at us. Then we look over, and there's like, they're nipping. I'm telling you, they're nipping. Run over those fuckers. There's three Ecuadorians in a house. They're laughing their asses off. They're all going, and I'm like, what are they saying? He's like, they're saying the dogs aren't dangerous. Don't worry about the dogs. But I'm like, now they've seen our horse. Yes. So they're going to say, hey, we saw three white assholes chasing your fucking horse around, Dominique. So, Jesus, I got to wrap this up. So we start chasing it back. Then we get the horse. Now we're all behind it, and it's going up the right way back to the house. Oh, hallelujah. 
We got the car behind us. Me, Sarah, and Ari are on foot. I got video of this, too. We all got sticks, and we're all, you know, whipping them around. Finally, the horse goes all the way up, but we're behind him, so we need him to take a left up her driveway. Oh, left is tough. He doesn't take the left. He goes straight. He's like Zoolander. Exactly. So he goes straight. So Ari's like, I got to get in front of him somehow. And I'm like, well, be careful, because to get in front of him, you have to sneak behind him. Yes. So at this point, I say, hey, we got to bite the bullet. You got to call Dominique. This is this oh, going, no. This has been going on for 40 minutes now. And I'm like, this house saw... I'm always the voice of reason. I said, the, the, la- the people saw us. We're renting this house. She's been so nice to us. I want to eat her out. I say... Tony, that's Ari's friend. You go call, go call Dominique. We'll try to work this out, but we got to let her know. She maybe knows she knows a secret. She might know the neighbors. This might have happened before. She made it seem like it's happened uh. before. So I say, you go to the house, you call. And everyone agreed, okay, we'll call. So now Sarah and I are walking. We're behind the horse. Ari gets in front of the horse, but the horse is taken off again. Up the road. Ah, uh, come on. So Ari yells back. He says, okay, I'm going to get it to turn around somehow. Sarah, you stand in this road and block him. Because we're trying to get him to come back. And he's like, Joe, you stand in front of this road. And that'll force him. It's, it's hard to visualize without a diagram. But mm. if she blocks this road, he'll take a right. Because he seems to go where everyone is not. Yes. So she's like, if you stand here, he'll take a right, and then he'll be heading towards me, and I'll force him right into the yard, because I'm standing right outside the yard where his stable is. Okay, okay. Yay or nay? So somehow, not bad. Uh, So somehow Ari gets around the horse and turns this horse around. He's a Jewish cowboy. He's unbelievable, this guy. And I think because the horse thinks he's a horse or something. I don't know. It thinks it's his mom or something. Right. So... Ari somehow gets the horse coming back this way. And so Sarah, she's, I can only see her. And she's standing in the road like this. And she's going, he's coming. It's coming. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. This is the moment. So I'm blocking this street. I'm shitting my pants because it's going to be me and the horse one-on-one. And I'm the last line of defense. So he walks up to her, sees her, takes the right. Now he's facing me. I'm in the road. And right here is the gate to the yard. Right as he takes the right and sees me, he charges! Ah! Full speed! Oh! He was like the fucking TriStar, the beginning of those movies with yes. the horse that runs at da, you. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. Is, is there like a clip-clop? Is it, is it the, the, the cement? No, it's like a... Oh, the horse my is God. out of control! It's Rusty. running right at me! Its hair is flying! I mean, it's wild! And I'm standing in the lane like I'm about to take a charge from LeBron James... Wow. I got my dumb gay stick, but I'm just standing there, and behind me is like a mile of road. We don't even know where this road goes. Oh, no. And I'm standing next to the double door yard thing, and I hold out for about three seconds. I'm standing there going, just, just trembling. like my, I'm shaking in my, my new balances. Yeah. Finally, I go, I can't do it. Ah! I jump out of the road, and there's barbed wire, but I kept my arm and stick out, so I just got to... Uh-huh. Stick, like a parking garage, ironically. That I counts. Got, I just open up the road with just a little stick. Somehow, some way, General takes a hard left. He's sprinting, takes a left into the yard, runs directly through the yard into his stable, stops dead cold in his stable. I grab both swinging fences. I pull him shut. I hook it. Woo! Clear. He's back. Wow. Holy so then, hell. 
we're like, oh my God, we all cheer. It was like Rocky won. We're all <laughs> hugging me, Ari, Sarah. I go running back to the house to find Ari's pal. And I said, have you called Dominique? She's like, no, I'm about to. I said, the horse is back. It's back. Fortunately, she had to drive all the way up the long driveway, take off her boots, clean off her feet, go up, say a prayer, take a shit, hold the phone. So she didn't have a moment to call. So Dominique, none the wiser, the horse is back in its home. I mean, my heart was racing. I had pins and needles in my face and hands and feet and dick. Wild. Wow. Well, I'm glad everybody's uh, calm and stable. And the, uh, the, the horse is strong with this one. Yeah, we had to really hold our horses, but... Uh, yes, one-trick pony. My God, but Ari was the glue that uh, held us together because, <laughs> man, I mean, he's got a horseshoe up his ass or something because I was shitting my pants, but it was quite a sight. But I'll tell you, it's probably the most scared I've ever been to have a horse. I mean, I mean charging, full speed, just... Oh, that's crazy. I can't imagine. Uh, luckily, he turned at the last moment. And I, I just had that thought of being like, I'm a piece of shit. I let everybody down. I'm so sorry. I couldn't do it, but uh, everybody understood, and luckily, he went back. So, Well, oof, we're, we're back in the saddle again, and uh, man, that is why. I can't believe you, you didn't say that the first show. Well, I got all caught up in the shit and the, and the sky air cable car thing, but boy, it was quite a tale. Now, that's the thing. Oh, geez. Yeah, we've gone long. That's the thing about adventures is you'd give your left tit to get out of it, but once you get through it, you're so it, it's exhilarating. You're so it makes life worth living. Uh, it was exhilarating. It was a, it was a ponytail, uh, but uh, it was really wild, and I was hoping it would break its leg so I could have shot the piece of shit, but yeah. uh, I got some video. I'll put together something and throw it on the Patreon. It's not much, but it was exciting. Uh, wow, but anyways... I- I could see the whole thing in my head. It was great. See, Biscuit. I've, I've gone too long. I'm at Side Splitters, March 18, 19, 20. Uh, get the tickets. It's only half capacity, and there's going to be some other comedians there with me. So come to those shows. And uh, Royersford, back in Royersford, March 24th, the Wednesday after that. So come to those shows, please. Hell yeah. Should be a hoot. Uh, this weekend, I'm at Cincinnati, the Liberty Funny Bone. God, that's a big room, so for the love of anal, please come by. Addison Improv in uh, Dallas uh, after that. And uh, Lux- Lexington, Kentucky. Never been there. I hear it's cute. Columbus Funny Bone. I'm all over the road. Austin, Miami Improv, Utah. So yeah, come on out. Get on the Patreon. Tell a friend. Get some merch. And uh, thanks for all the uh, the fans out there and the gays. You you, you make life worth jizzing. So uh, appreciate you and kiss your dad and uh, fuck your sister. Yes. Thank you. <coughs> Patreon. <laughs> Praise Allah. <laughs>